Welcome to Christ in the Vessel, the podcast that brings you good music and great messages for God. It is now time for service.
I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. When darkness seems to fill his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. He shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, clad in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Tonight, as we proceed into our night's meeting, we are aware, I am aware of the challenges of communicating to the entire district. We have to continue to examine and re-examine for a better way to communicate. For many persons, the WhatsApp is what works. Over the WhatsApp, it fills the memory of the phone. Even tonight with the songs, I have two chips in my phone, but I have to be clearing to make space. And we are aware as well that a percentile of our brethren 
a number of you saints who are listening tonight and those who are yet to listen do not have WhatsApp. We have to, first and foremost, commit to meet in prayer. We started a program that in the mornings at 7 p.m., 7 a.m. rather, and midday, we'll meet different persons will would present. That too has floundered. Well, in the name of God, we will proceed, we'll advance, and we'll secure victory for the work of God and for the promulgation of his word. So tonight as we have this prayer meeting, this Sunday meeting, Wednesday's prayer, it is a sense of the help that we need from God that I share this message. Help for our health and help that his work will proceed. The Bible is clear, is the word of God that will accomplish in man the transformation that will fit man by the power of the Holy Spirit. To live on this earth as his sons and daughters and indeed through his grace to ready man to meet his maker. The text for tonight is Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15. Isaiah chapter 30 verses 15, 18 and 19. For thus said the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest ye shall be saved. In quietness and in confidence be your strength, and ye would not. And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. Therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are they that wait for him. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy mercy. He will hear it. He will answer thee. The word of God. As we read the book of Isaiah, we are mindful of who Isaiah actually is. Isaiah is not a, a figure of imagination. He was actually a person, one called by God during difficult time of Israel history. Isaiah proclaimed God's word. At the time of his proclamation, Israel was no longer one kingdom. You had Israel and you had Judah. At the reign of Solomon's son, when the people inquired of him, he was drastic and sharp and hard, and the people were divided. Therefore, the kingdom, the entire kingdom, those who had crossed the River Jordan, have been traversed the Red Sea on dry land. They by themselves have established their kingdom because of what happened with the young king, with the new king, the people were divided. And Isaiah witnessed at that time. His ministry extended over five kings. 
those who observe Isaiah historically said he started his ministry about 745 BC. And as he lived his life, he would have seen so many things. His ministry was one of warning, of exhortation. Isaiah was known. History has it that he was he benefited from good education. As you read Isaiah, you find a caring and compassionate voice. Voice belonging to a man that indeed had contact with God. But he still had to serve among people. And you and I are called at this time to a world, to a community, to a church that is not as homogeneous, not as together as it was. Not because of any war or strife. Certainly those have been with us. But because of this dreaded disease, this virus. And as we speak tonight, it's against the backdrop that the earth, the world, as everyone has known, certainly not will change, it has changed. And as Isaiah had a word for people facing difficult times, so too there's a word for us at this time. Isaiah pens in verse 15 of chapter 30, he told them, in returning and rest, he shall be saved. Pushing and pulling, looking for ways to secure themselves. Isaiah warned them to return. When he said return, the return is return to God. And not only to return. Because of course, we'd have experienced for ourselves being somewhere and we're reckless. You know, you are there sitting down, but your heart is just jumping. You, you are agitated as it were. Isaiah called the people away from that sort of waiting. He called them to be still and to know that God remains God. Then he told them in quietness and confidence. Therefore, their success, their victory did not lie in uprising. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. And there are three words that ends the verse 15. He said, four rather, and ye would not. We find ourselves in the care of God the more we repose on God. In this time of newness, in this time of uncertainty, we who have had the benefit of God warning and telling us what will happen we are to remember in returning to God for those who have strayed, for those who are distracted, and return to God and stay, ye shall be saved. We go down to verse 18. It says, And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. The plans of eternity, the divine God, calls for Jesus to come. And having come and sacrificed his life for a broken world, for rebellious people, for persons 
who are distracted, absorbed with, own, with their own self-interest. Christ still came. He says, therefore, will Lord, wait. Certainly, we know God is waiting. James says, God waits upon the precious fruit of the earth. As I was telling them, as much as what was happening to them was unfortunate, and as much as God was not pleased with them, but God in his mercy, in his gracious mercy, the Lord will wait. That he may have mercy upon you, for the God, for the Lord is a God of judgment. He was pointing them to the power of God. Judgment resides with God, but also mercy and compassion. Elsewhere we are told it's a fearsome thing to fall in the hands of a living God. And Isaiah, as he wooed the people back to God, pointed them to look to their only Savior, despite the tumult around them, he painted a vivid picture of God. Today it seems that there are two voices. One to say, oh, speak peaceably to everyone. Another voice is saying, oh, remind them. The good thing for us who accept the Bible, God speaks in all his, all his voice every time. To those who are in need of comfort, God offers comfort to those who are in need of a reminder that God is a God of judgment. The voice speaks as well. Then it gives them this precious promise. For the people shall dwell in Zion. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee. At the voice of thy cry, he shall hear it and he will answer. God is giving them a precious promise. That for those who dwell in times of tumult, God indeed will cause them. Verse 17 of Isaiah 32 says, The work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Therefore, as we face this time and we are admonished that in going back to God and in rest we shall be saved, may we know that going back is a one of obedience and a one of righteousness. A word to everyone listening tonight and those who will hear this brief word. Sister Ellen G. White, she writes, and she makes note of the rest that Isaiah speaks of. She says, this rest is not found in inactivity. For in the Savior's invitation, the promise of rest is united with the call to labor. Take my yoke upon you and ye shall find rest. Matthew 11, 28 and 29. And she says tellingly, the heart that rests most fully upon Christ will be most earnest and active in labor for him.
Therefore, the people are encouraged to return to God and find rest. That rest didn't translate as being a perpetual vacation. That rest means God will bear the burden. He says, take my yoke upon thee and learn of me for I'm meek and lowly. Elsewhere it says, cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. Today, as we close this sermon, Isaiah 30 verse 15 is worthy not only of reading and contemplation, but is worthy of our earnest prayer. Those who are with God to remain with him and those who have strayed at this time to come home. And in so coming home, God in his mercy, he will save. Some through the fire, some through the flood, but all through the blood. May God bless us tonight as we look only to God to save us. May we know as a weight upon the, him, the weight will have us to work in his cause. Work for the night is coming or when the night comes or work will be finished. Until that time comes, we'll wait, we'll be nourished and indeed we'll go and seek the lost. God bless you.
Let us pray. Loving Father in heaven tonight on bended knees. I come before you, Father in heaven. We come give a thanks for your mercies, for your words of hope and comfort that have left unto us. We come, Father in heaven, looking earnestly to you for your continued protection and guidance over us. Tonight, as we are about to separate, Father, in a, a virtual way, we give thanks for your mercies, for the common doctrine that we have, for the unifying power of the Holy Spirit, and for the help and aid we have from heaven itself. We ask, Father in heaven, that indeed in the midst of distress, and for some even despair, may we know in returning to you and rest, O oh Lord, there is our assurance of receiving full blessings from you. I ask tonight, Father in heaven, as the families of Shudley and Craig and Doncaster and Pike and Coleville and all the other neighbors that we serve, even Lord, the families of Jamaica and the world decide where it is now night. As we prepare to retire to bed, we know not what new news might await us tomorrow, but we who have given you our lives, O oh Lord, we ask you, may you not only provide for us tonight's sleep, but in your mercy, Lord, we know you'll remain our comforter on a rock. I pray for those who tonight is a night of disturbance. I pray for those who are even dreading tomorrow. I pray for our students, Lord, as they continue to study. To complete the school year, it seems, Father, we know when it will, be it will resume, but it seems, Lord, that they'll be with the machines, with the computers, with the phone, doing that which hitherto they were not accustomed to. May you who remind that we are fearful and wonderfully made, may you give some students the assurance that they will learn even by this new means. I ask for their growth, the intellectual growth, and Lord, cause them to be cautious. We all sleep tonight in your care. Cause as we sleep tonight, Father in heaven, and indeed, we might watch for your coming. Even as our bodies are resting, may we go to sleep, hoping and desiring that indeed the morning will come that will herald the beginning of a time without night. Hear no more prayer. Bless, keep, and guide. Be with the officers of the church, Father in heaven, all the officers of our church every department and the leadership. I pray department leaders, Father in heaven, might indeed in this new time of communication, I pray each person might rise up and may we do our part unitedly to the shepherding of a flock and to the promulgation of your message. May you be, Father in heaven, with those tonight. Those of whom the night rest is not promised because they are working. Members of our own church family, 
may you be with them as they are in the work. Those who are in the healthcare sector, those who are in the security, those who are in manufacturing. Lord, tomorrow, if you will lend tomorrow unto us, may we give a thanks to your mercies. For these we pray tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. May the words of our mouth and meditation of our hearts be accepted on our sight, O Lord, or strengthen our Redeemer. Amen. Good night, saints. God bless you. See you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for devotion. Thank you for joining us on Christ in the Vessel podcast. We hope to hear from you next time. Until then, God bless you.